Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. Today's Gospel reading comes from John, the 14th chapter, beginning with the 15th verse. Jesus said to the disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. If you have been watching or reading or listening to the news over the last couple of weeks, there is a very good chance that at some point along the way, you have heard from U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy declaring that we are living through an epidemic of loneliness in the United States today. According to the researchers who have done the work on this, About one out of two of us is experiencing measurable levels of loneliness in our lives. And it does not discriminate. It impacts introverts and extroverts, rich and poor, young and old. No doubt, the levels of loneliness in our culture today have been impacted by the pandemic that we have just lived through. But it was a growing reality even before 2020. My colleague, Pastor Hoffman, has been studying uh, for a PhD program since the fall. And if you talk to her at all about the program that she has been in, you'll hear her talk about this epidemic of loneliness and her deep desire to learn more about how we form community in the midst of this time of increased isolation. And if I wasn't already convinced about the very real impacts of loneliness and how it impacts our health, which the Surgeon General has been talking all over the airwaves about, I was struck when last weekend at a wedding, someone approached me and said, Pastor, have you heard that loneliness is as deadly as smoking 15 cigarettes a day? I don't know about you, but the impact of loneliness is something that we have probably all experienced at some point in our lives, if not currently. Its danger to our health and our well-being is real. Vivek Murthy says, our need for human connection is like our need for food and water. It is essential for our survival. All of this news about loneliness has been ringing in my head over the course of the last week as I have been studying John's gospel and Jesus' words that were part of our gospel reading today. This, these 
few verses that I read earlier are part of what is often called Jesus' farewell discourse. It comes after the final meal where he washes the feet of his disciples and he gives them a new commandment. He says, love one another just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. And it comes before he and his disciples set off to face Jesus' impending death. It's striking to me how these final words to his disciples, before they face the upheaval that will be brought on by his death and resurrection, and before they come face to face with the loneliness that often accompanies grief, Jesus promises them house and home. Huh? Okay, I'm taking some liberties here. House and home is a poetic description or a poetic interpretation of what I think Jesus is offering in his farewell discourse. But it's not so far off the mark. If you heard last week's podcast, and if you haven't, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Um, Pastor Hoffman talked about Jesus' word of preparing a place for each and every one of us. You might call that place a house, not just in some heaven light years away, but here and now in the community of Christ. And then in today's gospel, Jesus promises, I will not leave you orphaned. We know an orphan is one who is bereft of parental relationship. In the time of Jesus and still today, when one is orphaned, the loving care which a child depends on from a parent is no longer available. And that leaves them alone and vulnerable. And in the ancient world, orphan was a term that was used to describe disciples who had lost their master. In this farewell discourse that Jesus addresses to his disciples, he is drawing on language that is both familiar and familial. It's language of parents and children and homes and places, assuring his followers that although his end is near, he will not leave them alone or orphaned. He will not leave them lonely. Jesus promises that he will send another, an advocate, who like Jesus himself will be a helper and a friend to accompany them through all that is to come. Steve Garnis is a retired United Methodist pastor and writer, and he speaks of this promise that Jesus makes to his disciples, and of course to all of us, I will not leave you orphaned. Garnis writes, what an evocative image, not only for the disciples who probably did feel orphaned after Jesus' death, but also for us who often feel distant from God or out of touch with Jesus. Jesus expressed parental love for us, knowing how alone we may sometimes feel. The Spirit is subtle and invisible to much of the world, but not far off or hard to search or grope for, because the Spirit is love, and love is God. And whenever you love, that is God right there. Whenever we love as Jesus loved, whether that be as individuals or as a community, we are making Jesus' promise real for the people around us and in some measure for ourselves as well. 
At Bethlehem Lutheran, we try to live out this love in many and various ways. We do it by making quilts to share with people. We make it by knitting prayer squares to send to people who are going through a hard time. We do it by making second Sunday meals and delivering them to people in our community who might not have access to a hot meal on Sundays. We do it by inviting people to join us in being a part of Habitat for Humanity or by inviting people to to share in distributing fresh food at the Pines of Parenton each Wednesday in the summer months. What are the ways that you live out God's life, God's love in your own life? These activities that we engage in are not mere busyness, but they are tangible expressions of love that strengthen connections and remind us of the house and the home that Jesus promises us. Now, I am not naive enough to think that engagement with faith communities will keep us from experiencing loneliness, but I am confident that people in faith communities have the opportunity to know Jesus, to hear his words and, to his, and his promises, and to taste his very being when we gather. I am confident that in word and sacrament, we have the opportunity to meet the one who knows us and loves us and promises us a place and a community. And we'll get on his knees with a basin or on a cross with his arms spread wide and show us what love looks like. If our house is the place that we live, then home is the place where we are known and loved and cared for. Our home is not always our house and our home does not always reside with the family that we were born into. But in the community of those who hear Jesus' words and live out his command to love as he loves, Jesus promises to provide his followers with both a house and a home, in eternity to be sure, but also here and now. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org. <laughs>